Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Yeah. Any of you still have any Christmas get-togethers remaining? You do? You do? Anybody else? No? I think that we think we, you do too back there? I think that we, we probably had ours, except we're going to still have a lot of fun this next week, I think. Um, all right, we have some kids in here, a few of you. And this is a family service, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shorter than normal message today, um, but I, I really would love for you kids to pay close attention uh, to what I'm going to be saying too, because this message is to you and to the adults, all right? So I, we actually have a surprise. Kids, if you guys pay good attention to what I'm going to talk about today, we might have a treat in here for you afterwards, all right? That goes for y'all over there too, all right? So, find Jessica, wave your hand again. This is my wife, Jessica. She's gonna have this. There's a, there's a surprise in there for you, if you pay attention good. And I'll do my best to try to hold your attention, because I'm not a children's minister. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Yes, I am, because you're my kid, and I, I minister to you every day, don't I? one way or another. All right. Actually, kids, do I have any kids in here that's willing to come up here real quickly and just tell us what your favorite part of Christmas is and the microphone? You come up. David, come up. Livy, you're going to do it too? All right. You got to keep it kind of short. Don't get loud because you can blow our eardrums out sometimes. We Even without this. I'll hold it. Turn around and face them. Come here. Stand right there, Livy. Right there. Okay, what's your favorite parts of Christmas? I like Jesus' birth, and I like opening presents and making cookies. Mm. Is it in that order of preference? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, David. Everybody give David a hand. What's, come here. Stand here and turn towards them. What's your favorite parts of Christmas? Oh, five what? Christmas trees. What? In the whole wide world. All the Christmas trees? That's your favorite parts? Awesome. Let's give Livia a hand. Come here, dude. Caleb, right? Or, yes. Yeah, Caleb. Everybody say, hey, Caleb. Uh, I like spending time with my family and just enjoying it. Like, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Let's give him a hand. That's, that's so good. All right, come here, dude. Turn towards them. What's your favorite parts of Christmas? Opening presents. Opening presents. That's awesome. Dude, you came, you came dressed for the occasion, buddy. I like your outfit. That's awesome. Cool. Let's give the kids a hand real quick. Awesome. All right. When, when I was a kid growing up, one of my favorite parts of Christmas, not the only favorite part, but one of them was going to my grandma's house, my grandma and grandpa's house in Shirley, Indiana. And usually it was on Christmas Eve. And so we had these traditions that we did every year, and even like there were kid traditions, and they made us do them even as adults, which started getting a little humiliating, but, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, 
but we loved it though going over there on Christmas Eve that was just part of the flow just to kind of give us a boost towards Christmas morning um we go to their little house and cram like 20 something people in this tiny little house and grandma would make us dinner um which is always unique anyway and uh she made vegetable soup I think every year but I don't know why she called it no she called it beef stew or vegetable beef stew but she should have called it cabbage soup with little tiny pieces of beef in there. So, but we, we made our way through that. And then, and then we would be in there begging our parents to, when, when can we open our presents? David knows that question. Give me one more present. When are we going to do our presents? That's how we did, Grandma, just like my little kids here. And uh, we'd have food. But then after we were done eating, they'd gather, gather everybody in the living room in a big circle and give us all a candle and we'd light it in a big circle, turn off the lights so it was that beautiful glow. And the tradition would be that Grandpa would read out of the Bible the Christmas story and he'd just give us a quick Christmas lesson on what the most important part of Christmas is. Kids, what is the most important part of Christmas? Jesus! You got it! Chris, Jesus is the center of Christmas, right? It's all about Jesus. And so he would tell us about how Jesus came to the earth so that he could give us salvation, so he could take us to heaven. So it's like that amazing exchange. He comes amongst us so then he can take us where, he, where his home is. Isn't that awesome? I remember one year um, sitting over by the TV, listening to Grandpa, connecting my heart with Jesus, looking down into the candle because you could see that awesome round glow around it. And I was like, man, this is pretty awesome. It gets kind of warm too. Let me just get warmed up a little bit. And I was kind of doing this, getting warmed up a little bit, looking in it. And all of a sudden I heard, and my hair and my eyebrows all singed like that. And I was like, what happened? And I, I hit my hair and then it fell off because it, it burned it off. That was pretty crazy. Don't ever do that, David. Oh my goodness, David, David. So then after he was done sharing the, the Christmas story, we would take a moment and, and we would sing happy birthday to Jesus. We'd sing the birthday song to Jesus. And, and just as the reminder that Christmas really is Jesus' birthday. And, and that's pretty awesome. So that was always special. And then after that, of course, we were like, hurry up, Grandpa, so we could get to the presents, and they'd pass out the presents. One of the funky parts of our family um, routine was that, that Grandma had this rug that was about this big, that was a, a red and black checkerboard rug, this big, and, and she started this tradition where she made us sit on that thing, and we'd all take turns one by one unwrapping our presents, and we have to sit on that. She made us do that all the way into our 20s. Can you believe that? Yeah. And if you've seen the video, my dad... Hey, buddy. <laughs> you remember what I told you earlier? Games later, right? Oh, yeah. If we do it right? Okay. All right. But part of, the, part of the tradition, too, was that she would always get us pajamas as one of our presents, and then the one that we really cared about after that. All right? But the pajamas were awesome. I remember getting Dukes of Hazard pajamas, um, E.T. pajamas, 
My favorite, though, was the Transformer pajamas. That they, they look like the robot in the light, but when you get in the dark, it glows in the dark as it transformed into the vehicle. That was awesome. I also got my first jam box. You got your kids know what a jam box is? Of course you don't. Those things don't exist anymore. There, it's a radio that you can carry around and play tapes in it, but you don't even know what a tape is. So anyway, all right. Jam box. I got my first black and white TV. That was awesome. Um, that, that was so cool. I played my video games on that thing in black and white while my neighbor had a color TV, but I tried not to pay attention to that. Um, one year was funny that uh, my cousin Tiffany was so excited to get the present that she was she asked for, and so she opened it up and there's a shirt and she opens it up and she said, "What is this?" And Grandma said, "Well, that's a cowboy shirt. It was like a western flannel with all the, with the metal buttons and all that." She says, "A cowboy shirt." And Tiffany said, "I asked for a cowboy's shirt." like Dallas Cowboys. So it's just one of those fun family blunders that we will never forget or let grandma forget. So good times. I'm going to read a passage out of Luke chapter 1. If you guys want to join with me, I'm going to read Luke 1 starting with verse 26. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to read a, a section, just talk for a few minutes. Um, and, and this is called the four, four keys to the Christian life, okay? There's four important keys to what, what makes up the Christian life um, that's actually explained in the story of Mary and Gabriel, all right? And I just want to, I'm going to just take a few minutes and point these things out. But I'm going I'm to start with Luke 1, verse 26, and then I'll, I'll just kind of stop along the way here. <clears throat> Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed or engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. Everybody say, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Come on. And then he says, blessed are you among women. And, and he goes on, he says, or she says, or it, sorry, it says, but when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Everybody say favor with God. Favor with God. Does anybody know what the word, any kid, do you know what the word favor means? What does favor mean? You're willing to do like do a favor for somebody. That is definitely one of the meanings of favor. Does any other kid know another meaning of favor? You do? What? Like you're sick? Uh, I think that might be a different word. We'll have to figure that one out later, all right? All right. <clears throat> And it's not about sick. We'll, we'll figure that out later. So, oh, she thought I said fever. Oh, I get it. No, favor. All right, we'll talk about it later. All right, so favor is when you do something nice for someone. And that's, that's doing a favor for someone. Uh, the word favor, that's a verb, like I'm doing a favor for you, right? The, the word favor is also has a meaning of 
if God gives you favor, it means that he has chosen you to be his friend. He's chosen you to be his friend, okay? Can you imagine God choosing you to be his friend? That's favor. It's, it's choosing to be a friend and to bless you, okay? So favor is he's chosen your friendship and to give you his blessing. And, and the word favor, you guys know the word favorite? It's like, it's like favorite is like a person that he, re, that he really wants to give favor to, your favorite. And I want you guys to say this. I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. Come on, that's a good word. So the angel was sent by God to Mary and said, you are blessed among all the women. You're blessed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send my promised son to the world and it's through you. You have favor with God, all right? So God's favor was to Mary to put Jesus inside of her. Isn't that awesome? The favor chose this person to put Jesus inside of. And so she became pregnant by the Spirit of God with Jesus Christ. Isn't that cool? Now I want to tell you guys something, that because of Jesus... And the amazing gift that he brought to us, he actually gave God's favor to you. The same way that God looked at Mary with favor, he wanted to be her her friend. He wanted to bless her. He chose her for something very special to put the Christ child inside of her. Right? Jesus has given each of you favor from God. So, and, and, and God gave you favor as his children through, the, through Jesus Christ so that he could put Jesus inside of you. Come on. Like you have Jesus living inside of you and you have the favor of Father God. That's amazing. So, so the first point that I want to say in the story is that's an important key to Christian life is knowing that you are blessed and favored and chosen by God. That God chose you to put Jesus inside of. It's amazing. <clears throat> Amen? Amen? Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace, which is favor, it's the same word as the divine favor, it's unearned favor, it's favor that God gave you as a gift that you couldn't, you didn't deserve it, but He chose to give it to you, okay? The chosen one. That kind of favor. By grace, you have been saved through faith. That's amazing. Salvation is God's favor for us. He puts Christ in us. Amen? Amen. Thanks. Thanks, kids. All right, let me read on here. Got to find my spot. All right. You have found favor with God, the angel said. And be, verse 31, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name what? Jesus. 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 All right. Call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, of his kingdom, there will be no end. 
Everybody say, Jesus is king. Jesus is king. So Gabriel was telling Mary that the, the, the baby she's about to carry and give birth to is going to, he has the destiny of eternity on him, that he's going to live his life, but he's going to grow into a man, and God's going to make him the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So Jesus is going to be the king of a kingdom that will last forever, all right? And it says that his kingdom will never end. That's amazing. So Jesus is king. Everybody say it again. Jesus is king. That's the next key to Christianity, all right? Powerful Christianity. We've we got to know that we're, we're favored and chosen. We've got to know Jesus is king. So it always points to Jesus, all right? We need, to, we need to always keep Jesus in the king spot in our life. We have to always remember to exalt Jesus, to worship him, to remember every part of my life is yielded to Jesus as my king. So kids, when you think about Jesus, you got to remember he's our king and he deserves our belief and our obedience, okay? Does that make sense? You guys still with me? Yeah. All right. Let me move on here. Verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? Or she's saying, I'm not married yet. How can I have a baby? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Everybody say, Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Everybody say, The power of the highest will overshadow you. That means that God's power from heaven will come upon you and be over you, okay? Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Everybody say Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. So her, her cousin Elizabeth was old and wasn't able to have a baby. And in their old age, way past when it could naturally happen, God did a miracle so that she could have a baby. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy, but it's not nearly as crazy as someone who had never been married yet having a baby only because God came on them. That's crazy too, right? All right, so the angel said, he finished all this, and he said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Everybody say, with God... Nothing will be impossible. So that's the next thing you got to know about the Christian life is the belief that with God, nothing is impossible. All right? Nothing is impossible. And so we need to know that when God has a plan, that we allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us, nothing is is impossible all right kids i want you guys to hear this i want you to grow up believing this that when god shows up when god comes into the the picture or the problem that when he's there nothing is impossible nothing is impossible with god all right 
There's another verse that says, with God, all things are possible. So if you could imagine the most impossible situation that you need God to do something in, I want you to believe this. With God, nothing is impossible. Amen? God can do anything He wants. All right, so, so the key is, the, is having the Holy Spirit show up in your life. The, when the Holy Spirit shows up, He can do what no person could do. Amen? That is so important. It's a key of Christianity. First, you're favored and you're chosen, all right? Second, Jesus is king. Third, with God, nothing is impossible. Amen. And let me, let me just finish this passage out here. Verse 38, Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Everybody say, let it be to me according to your word. So this was Mary choosing to believe what the angel said was God's will for her life. She had no idea before this day that God had huge things in store for her life. But God said, I'm going to do something impossible with you. I'm going to, I'm going to put the, the Christ child inside of you, which is impossible, but with the Holy Spirit, with God, all things are possible. And Mary said, I want what you want. That means that I might have to change my plans for my life to do this well, but I want what you want. Everybody say, I want what you want. When we find out that God's plan for us is different than what our plan was for us, are we going to have a heart like Mary? The very thing that helped her to be the chosen one was that she, was, she loved God so much that she says, I will do whatever you want. Okay? So she had a lifestyle of belief or faith and obedience. So that's key number four. Having a lifestyle of faith and obedience. My will, let your will be done, not mine. Okay? Your will, not mine, be done. So when we choose to say, yes, God, whatever you want, I'll do it your way, then that gives God, that, kids, you got to hear this. When we say, yes, God, what you want more than what I want, that says to God, I can send my Holy Spirit to you. And I can do something bigger than you could ever do in your life. I can do the impossible in your life. So it gives God the opportunity to perform impossible plans in your life. All right? This goes for all of us. But kids, I want you guys to hear this. That God wants to do something in your life bigger than what you could ever do on your own. By having the Holy Spirit be in your life. And you saying to God throughout your whole life, Yes, Lord. Whatever you want, I'll do it. Yes, Lord. You, you want to do something different than the way I was doing it? Yes, Lord. I choose you over my plan. That's when he comes in and he does powerful, powerful things in your life. Amen? So faith and obedience lifestyle. All right? Simple faith. The alignment of the will to God's will. The posture to serve a laid-down life to God's will, all right? 
If we give God our small, he comes in and does big things. Just like the kid who gave Jesus the loaves of bread and the fish when Jesus wanted to feed over 5,000 people. But he offered what he had. It wasn't enough, but he offered what he had. It's just a little, but we give God a little bit and we're giving him something to work with. I give you my best, which isn't much, Lord. And then he's like, thank you. Now I will make it powerfully, impossibly amazing. I'm going to show up and do something supernatural through you because you gifted me your life. Amen? Amen. Last thing I want to say is this. Yesterday evening, I, I pulled away for, by myself for just a short little bit. And I went and laid on my bed, put on a little bit of soaking music. I wanted to connect with Jesus on his birthday. I wanted to connect with Jesus on his birthday and, and love on him and worship him. And I, I also desperately wanted to experience his love for me. I said, Jesus, I need you to love me. I need you to, I need you to strengthen me with your love right now. And so I felt his presence, and he reminded me that Christmas is all about him showing up. Amen? And he, he said this to me. He said two sentences. And it's very simple, but it was powerful. He said, he said, I came to you. Talking about Jesus' baby, right? Christmas, coming into the world, I came to you, right? He said, I came to you. I came for you. I came to you, and I came for you. It's one thing to believe that Jesus came as a baby to bring salvation to the world, because for God so loved the world, right? He gave his only begotten son. But he, so he came to us, but he said, I came for you. And coming to you is him being in the midst of humanity. I came for you is because I've chosen you. I've sought you out. I pursue you. He, he was showing me, singling me out. I came for you. And I just want to. I just want to close with this, for you to know that that Christmas to Jesus, all the the things that we do, the traditions, the decorations, the songs, everything we do, and, and the opening of gifts, and even thinking about Jesus being born, like that's all beautiful and wonderful, but, but we need to take it one step deeper to let Jesus express his love to you as an individual. I came to you. I came for you. Amen? Amen. 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 I want to close with something special. I want us to, if you're able to, to stand and and I would love it if we sing happy birthday to Jesus. You guys good with that? <clears throat> and when we do this, like it's fun on birthdays to sing happy birthday and to honor the person. But we can, again, take it one step deeper and actually do it from a place of love and, and worship. We can worship Jesus by remembering that he is the, he, he's what Christmas is all about. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and sing that. David, do you want to lead us in singing happy birthday to Jesus? 
You don't want me. To, you don't want to. That's that's true. That's true. I was just giving you a chance, man. Putting you on the spot. All right. I think Jessica wants to sing it though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> putting, putting people on the spot. All right. You guys ready? All right. Close your eyes. Let's look at Jesus, and let's just remember him. We're just we're just gonna sing Happy Birthday. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Let's give Jesus a big shout right now. Awesome. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Well, we bless you guys. Um, you guys continue having a Merry Christmas. You don't have to quit just because yesterday was the 25th. Um, keep enjoying it.